0: Welcome to episode 49 of the Free Spirit Academy podcast, The Dream Under the Dream Body. Free Spirit Academy is about you being fully you. My name is Randy Moss, and I'm an eating psychology coach and Kundalini yoga teacher, bringing you conversations about freedom, largely from rigid diets and painful body image, but ultimately it's about the freedom to be yourself. This is about honoring our own bodies and our purest self expression. Welcome to the podcast. friends. So this solo episode is going to be a taster of my most recent program in the Free Spirit Academy membership site. My new 40-day program called Liberated is basically my take on what many call intuitive eating. And if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you'll know I talk a lot about eating intuitively and finding freedom around food and freedom in our bodies. And at the same time, I've never been super satisfied with the general way I have seen intuitive eating going um, which to me isn't actually all that intuitive and how I describe it in the program is that I see a difference between eating intuitively and eating instinctually and instinct is going to feel automatic and authentic because that's what's wired into us from an early age which is why you may have found if you've tried to eat intuitively that you either go immediately right to whatever foods you've been restricting on your diets or and or whatever it is that you grew up eating, whatever feels nostalgic or comforting. And perhaps what feels most natural is eating for comfort or to soothe discomfort. Um, Or maybe you feel like you're totally untrustworthy without this solid diet plan to follow after following so many or, you know, restarting on the same one over and over again. And you feel like you'd have no idea what to eat. If you were to eat without really intense rules. So, what I wanna present is learning to follow both intuition and intention. And that intention being freedom, not just the freedom to eat whatever, whenever, but the freedom to be completely yourself, free in your body and feeling better all the time. And that's based on the premise that the body wants to be healthy. And that what we need to learn is the body's language. So this is about way more than just food, but food is where we start. And actually backing up a little bit, where I do start with the program is with figuring out what we want. So what is it that you have wanted under the hope of creating a a so-called dream body or even just perfect health, not just as if that's a small thing? Um, what do you want in the endless search for the perfect diet? And so that's what I'm presenting today. It's going to be the first audio and guided exercise of this 40 day program called Liberated. So, what you're going to hear is my own story and background of obsessive dieting turned eating disorder. And then I'm going to turn back, turn you back essentially towards yourself your own body, your own experience, to begin with the tools that you need to trust yourself and feel free in your body and free around food. This program, if what you hear today intrigues you, is self-guided. So uh, we're not starting at a particular time. There's not a group going through on a certain schedule. It means that once you join the Free Spirit Academy membership, which is just $11 a month, you have a calendar and you have all of the materials, but you take yourself through it on your own. Um, Also, if you want it to keep for your own, I do have it separately available for purchase as a download. But for members, it is very affordable. Um, And like I said, you can do it in your own time. So that's enough of an intro, I think. Enjoy this first audio from the 40 Day Program Liberated. And welcome to Liberated. This is the Free Spirit Academy course on intuitive eating. This course is for you if you've been on and off a hundred thousand million diets for as long as you can remember. It is for you if you are exhausted from weighing your food, weighing yourself, measuring weighing your food or yourself, counting every bit of food that goes into your mouth. It's for you if you have felt obsessed with food with dieting, with cleansing, with detoxing, with trying to achieve the perfect body or perfect health. And it's for you if you just want to feel free. It's for you if you've sought that freedom in the perfect body, or maybe not even the perfect body, maybe just trying to improve your health. And maybe you reached your goal weight at one point and you felt free for a while, but over time found yourself kind of feeling the same old way and looking for more. Or perhaps you reached your goal weight and immediately felt disappointed or lost. Or maybe you've just tried and tried and tried to finagle the perfect body or diet or health, and it's just left you feeling kind of trapped by it or confused. And speaking of confusion, that's a pretty easy place to land. Right, because one person says you can eat all the carbs you want if you just eat low fat and the next person says you can live on fat bombs and put butter in your coffee as long as you stay away from sugar and another yet says it doesn't matter what you eat as long as it stays within a certain calorie range or macro range so here's a bit of my journey i was raised vegetarian in a fairly health conscious home and it's the sort of thing where I I remember the smells of old tiny health food stores with bulk bins full of carob chips and nutritional yeast. So we ate a lot of whole foods and plenty of uber processed fake meats too. Um, from an early age, I loved food and I was even fascinated with health. I had a huge appetite which was often commented on, making me even more anxious and uh, sort of leading to hiding food and eating for comfort as a child. Um, And obviously that wasn't the only factor, but that played in. Um, And I was also interested in being healthy. I'd rifle through the vitamins and supplements in the cabinet and I'd ask my mom, like, what's this one do? What's this one do? I would eat cans of spinach thinking I was going to get stronger and stronger like Popeye. I would eat carrots and I would do the whole Bugs Bunny, what's up doc thing. I just, I thought food was fun and I was really interested in the impact it had on your body. And I had no real um, concern at this point about what it did for the way that my body looked. I loved my kids' cookbooks, and although there there was that little bit of dysfunction around food, it was mostly fun and games for a while. And that was about until I turned 12, and that's when my body started to change from little girl body to woman body, and I was horrified. All of the weight loss things that my mom did suddenly applied to me, and I began overanalyzing every shift, new role, new curve... My little junior high friends, I I shouldn't say little, right? Because we didn't feel little at the time. We just felt like people, growing people. Uh, So my preteen friends and I started talking about going on diets, but we never actually did, not as a group, anyways. But just the thought of starting the diet tomorrow, which came up often, led me to eating whole boxes of crackers or whole bags of chips in preparation. Getting closer to high school, I had this really big dream of starting my freshman year in a tiny bikini body, at least by the teen magazine definition. I don't really remember a time when I didn't live in fantasy. I was a pretty daydreamy kid, always creating fantastical scenarios in my head or thinking about what was for lunch, so uh, fantasize I did about how magical high school would be and how amazing I would look when this magical of magical times started. And, fortunately for me, I think I was not very good at starving myself, and things mostly continued as normal. When I got to high school, however, and put on a few more pounds, I started to buckle down. I got up early to go running, work out, always checking my body in the mirror upon every return. I worked in the cafeteria of our Seventh-day Adventist boarding school, and I tried to keep my meals to a minimum, but constantly snuck snacks into the dishroom or the walk-in fridge to eat in secret. And as the years went by, I held on. I just kept holding on to fantasy after fantasy, and usually I tried motivating myself by how I would look in my banquet dress. And this is, by the way, our version of a prom. I had convinced my mom at some point to buy me SlimFast— I discovered the world of calorie counting, and I even did some really short juice fasts as a growing teenager that always ended up in my newfound habit of binge eating. I was always obsessed with one diet book or the other. I'm thinking, let's see, what did we do? Suzanne Somers, uh, Fit for Life. I was on and off the vegan train, um, but also sneaking non-vegan foods into the bathroom, and I exercised like crazy. Um, And I didn't know the term exercise bulimia at the time, but it absolutely was. I would even binge and then somehow be able to run 6 to 12 miles after a binge, plus workout videos, plus a job where I walked the entire time. So trying to do this to make up for my eating. And nearing the end of my senior year, I found a book called Eating for Beauty by David Wolfe, and that introduced me to the raw food diet. And this just turned my world upside down, and I was sure everything was going to change. I got some gourmet raw recipe books and started diving into these nut heavy, you know, like nut loaf and nut milk and nut, quesadillas. I don't know if they were nut quesadillas. Somebody probably did it. Uh, But I would make myself sick from the heaviness and, of course, just feeling heartbroken every time I went back to cooked foods. And this cycle went off and on until I discovered another book called The Raw Food Detox Diet by Natalia Rose that offered this transition. And I was obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with this book and it introduced me to food combining and colon cleansing and vegetable juicing and this cleansing lifestyle, and once again, I had found my golden ticket. The years that followed looked like more and more extremes, so more fasting, eating less than my body needed at the time, fasting for 5 to 10 to 70 to 90 days at a time, and truly never, not in any one of those times, did my body become what I thought it should be? At some point, I fell in love with the eighty ten ten diet and its offshoot thirty bananas a day. For anyone that remembers that, and on that one, I gained a lot of weight really quickly. My skin was terrible. My gums bled for months, and I like I kept pushing. Um, later on, I went keto, high high fat, low carb, which was briefly a miracle. I was thinner than ever, and everything felt good and easy, until of course I started gaining weight and feeling heavy and needing more and more espresso to even be a functioning human. And eventually I had to admit, I'd pretty much tried the spectrum. Not every single thing, but close enough. Now let's talk about this for a sec. What I think is important to acknowledge is what I was really looking for here. With every diet came a fantasy. I imagined that once I lost the weight, or once my body was perfectly clean and detoxified, once my health was perfect, etc., I would feel so completely free. And I would be unashamed of my body, I would be bold, I would get to dress the way that I wanted to dress... And with all of this, I would do the things I wanted to do. I would pursue theater. I would become this famous blogger and everybody would be in awe of me, this glowing, beautiful creature. I, I wanted freedom and I wanted beauty and energy and the ability to express and be everything that I was without feeling like my body was in the way surrendering my control over this process was coming to suspect that my body wanted what I wanted. That my body was actually trustworthy. And that my body also wanted to be free and vibrant and well. For so long, I felt like I didn't have this Or if I didn't have this hope, or if I didn't try harder than everyone else to fix my body, I would be letting myself go or giving up on my dream. But here's something really important. We can't dream about something that isn't possible in some capacity for us right now. As in, if I wanted freedom, I had to take a journey that embodied freedom not a journey that was laced with shame and a controlling diet plan. Whatever I wanted the result to be was what the journey needed to embody. And that, of course, isn't to say that I could suddenly step into completely uh, uninhibitedness, if that's a word. I couldn't step into a completely uninhibited body, or that my freedom wouldn't continue to grow. But I had the seeds of these things, a little seed seed. Of freedom, an an idea of what these things felt like. But I had to look at what was right in front of my face that wasn't supportive of this thing I wanted freedom. And for me, in the very beginning, that was very largely my rigidity around my diet and my belief that I could express freely in a body, or that I couldn't express freely in a body that held more weight than I wanted. And so whatever you want to be living slash feeling slash expressing is what will take you on your journey. As hard as this is to believe, perhaps right now, you can trust your body. You can trust desire. Your body wants to be healthy. You're not giving up on your dreams. You're simply admitting that you don't know the exact path. And this is stepping into the mystery of life. So we're going to start with this. What has been the dream enmeshed in the diet? Who is the person you hope to become when you reached your goal weight or finished the juice fast or perfected your diet? How does that life look different? How does that version of you feel? We're going to begin by embracing seemingly paradoxical worlds the world of deep acceptance and the world of your hopes and dreams and imagination. Both are important, both are so necessary. So, sit down with your journal and answer the questions from a moment ago. You can also print out the worksheet if you want, or you can just use those questions. What is your dream? What do you want to be feeling and experiencing? What did you think was on the other side of the diet? What have you thought? Maybe what do you still think? That's totally fine. What would be on the other side of being perfectly thin, healthy, cleansed, whatever? Hold on to this and also work with the exercise in this section and I will talk to you again in a few days. Welcome to the section one feeling exercise. Wherever you are, have a seat, close your eyes when you're ready, and just take a moment to settle, fidget, whatever it is that your body wants to do. And when you're ready, I want you to bring to mind the fantasy you've had of your someday self. So maybe this is a version of you that's at a certain weight. Maybe it's a version of you that has a certain level of health and vitality. And at first, just see her. Notice how she carries herself. Make note of how this version of you is different from the one you're currently experiencing. And if this brings up pain, know that it's safe to soften into that pain. You've held this pain for a long time and for really good reasons. And it is completely okay to feel exactly what you're feeling. Now, I want you to think of the fantasy version of you once more, but I want you to imagine being her. So maybe you've imagined in the past what it would feel like to see a certain number on the scale or to walk into the dressing room and like whatever you see. Or maybe you've imagined that it, it would be a certain way to live a life symptom-free with a lot of natural joy and ease and energy. Feel into that. How is this version of you different? Does she feel light, free, confident? Does she listen to her body? Does she laugh easily? Feel into this experience. What is it like? Take a sort of internal snapshot of this state. Now, and this might feel a little abrupt, but I want you to imagine being in the body that you're currently in for the rest of your life. What if nothing changes? How does that impact the way that you feel? And now I want you to notice the light hopefulness or the excitement of the first visualization required no body change. You can feel even if it's just a glimmer of it, that, that lightness, freedom, and ease. You can imagine, right, what feels good. And with no change in your body, you can feel sinking, heavy disappointment, or whatever it was you felt in that second visualization. And this is amazing, and here's why. As I was saying in the section one audio, we can't imagine anything for ourselves that isn't possible right now. And it might be just a glimmer or a seed, but if there's that inkling, that thing that you want, it's a seed that we can begin to water. As in, if your ideal body or state of health feels free and self-loving, then those are the exact qualities that will take you there. We don't get to a body that we love through hating the body that we have. We have to begin to embody these qualities More and more in this body in the journey that we're on. So, a couple of examples, and you'll get to do this yourself for the qualities that came up for you. If you imagine your fantasy self being at ease in her skin and self accepting, then what needs to change? Do you need to shift the way that you talk to yourself, even if it's a little forced at first? Do you need to carry yourself with more pride or respect? Do you need to soften your jaw and shoulders like somebody who's at ease in their skin? Do you need to get rid of those someday clothes and buy a few pieces that honor your body right now? If you imagine your fantasy self being free and able to listen to her body, where is your life not currently like that? Does your diet feel like it requires a lot of willpower? Are you eating things just because they're good for you or avoiding things you believe are bad? Or perhaps it doesn't feel like your diet requires willpower, but you're still binging on other things on the side or on large amounts of the things that are diet allowed. Real freedom is never, never, never going to be found in force. It's more complex than just forcing things in and out of your diet because it requires embodying the experience Of the foods that you love, so that your body can begin to learn from these foods and shift as needed. It's slower, but it's real, and it's liberating. And as a small, personal example of this, when I first started softening up on my intense diet rules, I craved Taco Bell and baked stuff. Um, What did I like? Uh, I didn't even remember. Like muffins, banana bread... Lattes, so much cheese, things that my prior diet rules would have been horrified at for so many reasons. And I was scared that first, if I started eating them, I'd never stop, not in the moment and like never in my life. But on a bigger level, I knew I had to be free. So if free was going to look like Taco Bell and a higher weight for the rest of my life, and really truly only if those choices truly felt that way every day then so be it. But the reality of life and nature is that everything wants to evolve. Life wants to evolve, our bodies want to evolve, and as my body got the chance to be treated with the utmost respect and have her cravings honored, she relaxed. And while I ceased having this as my goal, I literally could not eat Taco Bell, Taco Bell at all anymore. And not it's not because I gorged myself on it. It's not because it felt terrible and I had to keep reminding myself of the fact that it felt terrible. But it was because I relaxed and I had a full embodied experience of Taco Bell becoming part of me, part of my experience, part of my body. My body learned what it needed to learn and it ceased to want it. And it's continued that way. And this is not me making food good or bad. No foods are good or bad in my um, in my personal world. And I don't ever present them that way. But as they cease to serve the body, as the body learns what it needs to learn, and we get to have a good time doing it the whole way, we cease to want certain things that don't serve. So I'll talk more about the food piece, freedom, softening the rules in the next section but for now just really honor what you want what you want to feel what you desire and begin to soften into where you're at so that you can water those seeds.